Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlock big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features, get your free mind snack now. Today we will unlock the book, Everybody Lies. You might be wondering why a book focused on technology has in its title the affirmation that everybody lies. Maybe you presently feel that you don't tell lies and that deceit isn't something you countenance. The explanation for Davidovitz's brazen claim will unfold shortly as you hear about one of his significant findings while studying people sharing data online. There is often a mismatch between what people say, what they think, and how they act. Previous studies addressing racial discrimination found that more than half of Americans claim that they are not racist. However, by looking into Google's search engine and its history, Davidovitz found that Americans frequently search discriminatory phrases and words with racist connotations. These observations point to a situation opposite to the claims of the wider American population. The research suggests that Americans still harbor distinct racial biases. The Internet in the digital era grants everybody a space of unprecedented freedom. Lack of interference makes it easy for users to reveal their true thoughts. People who are inclined to suppress their bizarre or eerie thoughts in public feel enabled when they are alone and free to search for content that is alien to their public social image, the image they present to the world offline. For instance, some people may put on a cheerful face while looking up online topics related to depression. Today, we can get closer to people's true thoughts using the tool, Big Data. The information people look for on the internet yields search data that can reveal their true priorities and needs. This book will tell you the stark truth behind big data. Davidovitz introduces us to what big data can do and how it is used for different purposes. With this bookie, you will learn how big data has led to more accurate observations of human behavior and how you can deploy this insight to gain a tangible, fact-based worldview. Next, we will break down the book in three parts. Part 1, Big Data Tells Truth. Part 2, The Four Unique Powers of Big Data. Part 3, Big Data Isn't Omnipotent. As we already mentioned, using his big data research, Davidovitz ascertained that everyone lies. Not only do we lie to one another, but we also lie to ourselves. Let's look at a few cases that exemplify his observation. U.S.-based research focusing on people's sex lives revealed that American men claimed to use 1.6 billion condoms each year, while American women said they only used around 1.1 billion. This sex live study was based on data collected by the General Social Survey, and its author raised an important point, these two estimates should be aligned. So, how could there be such a big difference? Who wasn't telling the truth? According to data from Nielsen, a leading market research company, the annual sales of condoms to the American market amounted to fewer than 600 million units. Therefore, neither men nor women were being accurate with the truth. The discrepancy across the data shows that people lie even when they are involved in anonymous surveys, such as was the case with this specific study. You might argue that because the investigation involved intimate matters regarded as private, naturally, people are unwilling to tell the truth. Then, what if the research is concerned with public events, such as national elections? 
would people then speak the truth? During the 2016 U.S. presidential election, opinion poll experts concluded that Donald Trump had no chance of winning because he had offended minorities in his speeches. The poll results also appeared to confirm that Americans truly disapproved of his words and actions. On the day before the general election, Hillary Clinton was still multiple percentage points ahead of Trump. If the population entered the polls according to reliable predictions, nobody could have expected Clinton to lose to Trump in the end. Later, experts determined the cause of the discrepancy between poll predictions and vote results. Many Trump supporters did not disclose their honest polling intentions. The result was that Trump's support rate was predicted to be at least two percentage points lower than what happened in the actual vote. But why didn't the voters behave consistently? This inconsistency raises the concept of social expectations error, a model proposed by sociologists to help understand the phenomenon behind the data anomaly of people in polls. This error emerges because people wish to disguise their true thoughts so they will look better in front of others. The U.S. states with the highest number of Trump supporters are also the regions with the most alarming rate of racial prejudice. Many people who support Trump worry that publicly supporting their favored candidate would reveal their racist attitudes. Exhibiting their extreme prejudice would make them pariahs and the target of judgmental critique. So, people hide their true beliefs. That is the reason why many claimed they would vote for Clinton but ended up voting for Trump. Now that we recognize the fact that everyone is lying involuntarily, big data reveals another ugly truth our intuition may be wrong too. Let's consider some revealing examples. Imagine that you are 33 years old, unmarried, and hemmed in by people who want to give you dating advice and tell you how to find the one. Davidovitz himself was once in just such a situation. His 88-year-old grandma kept telling him that he needed to find a nice girl who was not too pretty, very smart, good with people, social, and with a good sense of humor. Davidovitz's family members unanimously approved her earnest advice. Intuitively, they all picked up on his grandma's attitude towards Davidovitz's private life. But why is this particular model of a partner everyone's approved ideal? Is it because his grandma is a senior, the most experienced person in the family? Most likely, yes. His family members consider that his grandma's life experience is reliable, a type of big data. Grandma's intuition on dating must be the truth, somehow enduring the test of time over 88 years. But is advice based on intuition necessarily good advice? The results of different data analyses show that, often, intuition might be misguided. For example, his grandma told Davidovitz about the importance of sharing a potential partner's mutual friends. Grandma believed that the secret to her successful marriage came from the time she could relax in a lounge chair with her husband during the evening and gossip about the neighbors. However, American social scientists challenged this idea when they scrutinized Facebook data. They found that arguably, Hanging out every night with your partner and being part of the same restricted social group was not such a productive dynamic for keeping a relationship fresh. They found that, by contrast, maintaining separate social circles could strengthen a relationship. To conclude, 
scientific data analysis suggests that grandma's intuition and the advice extrapolated from it may not always be correct. Going further, big data often challenges conventional wisdom and overthrows established beliefs. The author previously sought an answer to this question from participants in a survey. What does it take to make it to the National Basketball Association, NBA? The Professional Basketball League in North America? The survey asked participants to respond to this key question, where would you guess that the majority of NBA players were born? And there were only two possible answers, either poor neighborhoods or middle-class neighborhoods. Conventional wisdom has it that children from poor backgrounds are more likely to participate in the NBA because the National League has the reputation of giving an aspirational opportunity to young people seeking to break out of their reality. The ambition to be part of the association boosts motivation and makes kids work hard to get what they want. These poor kids with the promise of breaking a generational cycle of deprivation might be more willing to endure exacting training regimes, whereas children from middle-class families, lacking such stimulus, tend to shun the onerous effort needed to excel. But is this conventional notion true? To conduct his study, Davidovitz looked at every player's place of birth and family background. He combined his findings with official statistical data from channels such as the American Census. The outcomes told a completely unexpected story. Young men have a substantially better chance of entering the NBA if they are from a middle-class family. In other words, conventional wisdom is incorrect. What is the reason behind this mismatch? Primarily, children from wealthier backgrounds are more likely to be well-nourished, grow taller, and be healthier. Those who rely on relief food, raised by single parents, are likely to be undernourished and less tall. Secondly, to make a successful career in the NBA, social skills are important too. Kids that grew up in a less stable family environment may lack the incentive to develop these skills. They often come across as less gregarious than their urbane and affluent counterparts. All this makes it challenging for these kids to make their career in a prestige sports association as significant as the NBA. If you are wondering how necessary social skills are to build a successful career as a basketball player in the United States, you can learn from Doug Wren's life story. In the 1990s, he was regarded as one of the most promising players, but his lack of social skills derailed his basketball career trajectory. Wren was raised by a lone parent, growing up in Seattle's roughest neighborhood. During a period when he attended the University of Connecticut, he fell into many conflicts with people. On the basketball team, he often taunted his teammates and questioned the coaches. In the end, he was expelled from the team because the coach couldn't bear his challenging attitude. On another occasion, he robbed a shoe store and abused the police who came to investigate. Later, he got another chance at the University of Washington. But again, his future was trashed after he threw punches at his coach. Charged with assault, Wren ended up in jail. Doug Wren's sad experience brings us to the end of the first section of today's bookie. So far, our discussion has strengthened our understanding of the ugly truth revealed through big data that everyone lies. Big data compels us to reflect on the fact that our intuition is not infallible or even accurate. The conventional received wisdom is not a true reflection of the real world.
Today, we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller, please download our app. Just search for Buki at Apple Store or Google Play. Get your free mind snack now. Dir hat dieser Podcast gefallen? Dann klicke jetzt auf Abonnieren und empfehle ihn weiter. Bleib immer auf dem Laufenden und folge uns bei Twitter, Instagram und Facebook. Mehr Podcasts findest du auf meinpodcast.de.